Welcome back, you guys. This is our uh, fourth episode. Um, I'm Angela. I'm Ken. And uh, today we have, we finally, Ken, we got a query. We got a query awesome. sent to us. So, uh, but uh, Ken's not feeling so good tonight, but we're, he's such a trooper. He's going to do it. So this might be a short episode, but that's okay. But we're going to go through this query um, where I'm excited to, to kind of dive into it. And then we have a topic of discussion we're just going to hit briefly. Um, you're probably not drinking tonight, Ken. Uh, so I'm drinking alone. I have my beer. <laughs> I was planning on it. I yeah. actually went and bought Ooh. Maker's Dark 46 and I was going to have nice. some some of that but uh the old migraine crept yeah. up yeah next time 100 percent. next time yeah definitely yeah. not right now it'll be the worst thing <laughs> oh horrible idea yeah maybe some water <laughs> oh yeah that's i'm drinking water bottled water <laughs> Good. uh so how was your week i mean i was it still hot over there because it's not hot over here <laughs> 97 degrees yesterday good lord yeah so ken lives in utah and i live in california and i mean where i where i live in california it's not hot i mean we're lucky if we get like 78 degrees that's crazy that's <laughs> insane it's scorching out here and i have to work out in it so oh, it's, God. it's a brutal week yeah. oh man i'm so sorry uh yeah. i wonder if that is contributing to your migraine of the heat maybe, maybe. possibly you got to rehydrate, stay hydrated. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, all right. So I'm going to dive into this. Um, we have a query sent and I'm going to go ahead. We're going to read the query. Um, he did send his first pages. Uh, we're not going to read that on air. We're just going to discuss um, and give some feedback. Um, both Ken and I are just going to take turns in that. So, um, so we're going to get started. Um, this is, um, his name is Hiram Billard. Okay. Dear agent, the boy begins life in an unusual way. With a face too flat and arms too long and not an ear to speak of, his first interactions with the other children make him wonder whether he is a monster. However, his understanding of the world and what it means to be a monster is turned upside down upon the discovery that everything that is anything is actually a monster. Written in a style that would expect that one would expect if the graveyard book by Neil Gaiman, The Little Prince by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, I hope I'm saying that right, and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams were the single collaborative, The Little Prince's Guide to the Graveyard. Redacted is an episodic coming-of-age tale that, that reminds adults what it's like to be a child and shows children why adults are so cranky all the time. The book is 70,000 words long, broken into 18 chapters. My name is Hiram Billard. I graduated in 2020 from Brigham Young University with my BA in English. I have written picture books, collections of poetry, play scripts, comics, and novels. But this will be my debut for prose publication. Thank you for your time and consideration. I look forward to hearing from you. H.F.J. Billard. And he would, um, Hiram would like for me to let you guys know that you can find him only on Facebook. He has no other social media. So you just look him up under HFJ Ballard. He would love to have you. If you're interested in his story or if you want to hear more about his journey, give him a follow. Uh, so this um, query it's come, came in at 215 words. So it's a little short. It's a little short. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I noticed right away was, um, Hiram, you didn't add your genre 
I don't know. I'm assuming that it's young adult, um, but it, I don't know if it's the children's. I don't know if like middle grade. I don't know if it's um, young adult. I'm assuming. Um, you have given us the name of the protagonist. Um, so I don't know um, who the character is. I know you call him the boy. Um, I know that you said that it, the, 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 the writing is in a style that I actually, after reading your first few pages, I definitely felt like it was more towards the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, um, which is fine. Um, but I just, I wonder if maybe you don't even need to put um, all of that. I think you could just say like third person omniscient or, or really nothing. Cause honestly, I think the, I think the agent would be able to figure it out. But if you wanted to put the writing style, probably I think third person omniscient would be, um, would be best. Cause that's how it sounds like to me when I read the pages. Um, also I, we didn't get a clear, um, picture of you, the character's desire. Um, I know that I know that it's like a story about, you know, reminding adults what it's like to be a child, but it's I feel like you would still need some sort of storyline there that we can follow with your um protagonist. Even even though we know like the world sees him sees him as this, you know, uh monster, if you will, is what you wrote. Um, in your query, I still would like to know what he wants, what he wants out of life. What is it that he wants? Does he want to be like, does he want to be famous? Like, what is it? Like, tell us um, so that we, we know what the, what the story is going to be about. I mean, I know I have a little bit of idea, but I would like to know more about the character. Um, 70,000 words. That's good. I don't think you need broken into 18 chapters. I think you could just say it's 70,000 words. Um, and again, not knowing what the, um, I, I'm assuming it's not an adult book, right? I don't think, I don't think it's an adult book, but 70,000 is pretty good. Um, but I would probably find better comps. Um, the Graveyard book was written in 2011. Um, the Hitchhiker's Guide, I think came out like in the seventies. Like these yeah. are pretty old um, comps. And, um, one of the things that we have to remember as debut writers trying to get that agent, the agent's thinking, where am I going to put this book? Where's this book going to go on the shelves in bookstores? Um, I don't think that they would put it beside the Hitchhiker's <laughs> Guide to, ga to the Galaxy. Um, I, one book I did think of that's a little bit newer, but still, I believe that book was written, I think in 2012 was wonder. Um, I don't know. I'm sure you've heard of that book wonder. They made a movie out of it, but the little boy has, um, deformity he was born with deformity, been homeschooled his whole life. And what he wants more than anything is to go to a real school. Um, but that book, again, that book came out in 2012. So you have some dated comps here. So I would try to, find comps that um has to do with maybe like the um whether it's like a relationship dynamics of relationships that you can pick from different books but i would definitely recommend um current comps um and then i would i would i love the beginning 
I love the beginning where you say the boy begins life in an unusual way with a face too flat and arms too long and not an ear to speak of his first interaction with the other children make him wonder whether he's a monster. I think that's great. I love that. When I read that, I immediately was like, oh, I love that. I love that. I want to know more about this character. I love this character already. Yeah. Um, and I haven't even got what he, what he wants, what his desire is. But I already love that. I think you definitely keep that because I feel like that's like a good way to hook the agent. Um, but definitely go into tell us what he wants. We kind of have an idea of what's taking it away from him is because, you know, the world doesn't see him as a person. Right. So we, we kind of get that. Um, and then better comps. And then I like um, your biography. I was just wondering, though, um, have any of those works that you did, have they ever been published? Um, I see that you put you wrote picture books, collections, play scripts, comics and novels. But were any of those public? published um or self-published maybe mentioned if they are i think that would be good um but yeah other than that um i really like the story <laughs> i enjoyed um i enjoyed reading the first pages um ken do you have anything else to add on the query letter um the query definitely too short just that one little blurb about the story it definitely needs to be extended uh a couple times there and get a little more into what he wants, what he's accomplishing, what he's, what the end goal is, you know, kind of elaborate a little bit more. Um, some comparable comps to, uh, like you said, the comps, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Brandon Sanderson in 2023 just released an ode to Galaxy called The Frugal Wizard's Guide to Medieval England. Oh. And it's in the style of Hitchhiker's. Yep. <laughs> you know, and so that would be a really good one. And you're a BYU guy and Brandon teaches at BYU. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> so we're Utah boys, you know. <laughs> so that might not be a bad thing to go. Um, I really like the first paragraph of the pages, too. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that poetic, like with the with the semicolons. It just really hits hard. And I really enjoyed reading that first part about the boy being born. I thought yes. that was brilliant. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, so just so you, so listeners, um, basically what the first few pages that he sent us is we, we uh, the narration, so if you haven't seen or read Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy, you have this narrator that's telling the story in a specific sort of like funny way, I guess, a comedic way. I don't know. I guess yeah. I, I tried to look up to what they call that, but all I found was like third person omniscient. <laughs> It was like it's it's a very unique style it's fun but basically the first few pages is we see this boy um being born like he's in the hospital there's the doctor is there there's the nurse um and then you know of course the baby comes out and it's you know they're like like looking calling at it, it like what is this yeah calling it ugly basically yeah, calling it ugly, giving it names, whatever. The yeah. doctor's kind of like wants to go help another mom. And and then we get to um, there is a couple lines here that I, I thought was um it could be a little bit head hopping. Um uh, there was just a sentence here where you talk about the mom looking down, I mean looking down at her son and saying how much she loved him and you know, whatever. It was I felt like for a second there, I was like, wait, who's how does he know that? Um and I thought if this is something that his, because it, it, it's hard to tell. Um, I know that the point of view is 
like in the the boys perspective but um because you you know you have his thoughts uh, when he looks at his mom and um but i just thought like maybe um maybe have it to where like he heard the story maybe this is like a story that was told to him but other than that i mean i really liked it i enjoyed it and then by the end of the pages he goes to school and that's when he finds out that people are just mean the kids are mean they're cruel and um he learns he learns something um it kind of leaves it on a bit of a little uh, cliffhanger for us but (laughs) yeah but I, I really enjoyed it. I will say that I was definitely pulled in. I was definitely intrigued. Um, yeah. This is something that was so different that I was just like, you know, I, I think I could read a full book of this. I could yeah. definitely um, get into this, um, which just needed a few questions answered. I'd love to know the name of this character. <laughs> I'd yeah. love to know how old he is. And like the present, or do we watch him grow up? Because it feels like to me he's sort of thinking back. I don't know, but yeah. And with omniscient, it's like the over overarching narrator, right? That's seeing the stuff play out. So yeah. So it's it's different than third limited, where you go inside a certain character's head. So I don't know how that works, you know. Yeah, and maybe even maybe that if that if it's omniscient, like third person or whatever, maybe mention that just to but honestly i feel like the agent would figure it out uh, yeah. but that's that's a tricky way to write i mean i couldn't even imagine <laughs> where to begin but i, I mean it's so good it was still really good i would totally yeah. read this yeah, for sure <laughs> yeah i enjoyed i enjoyed reading it for sure um, but you might want to choose if you want to go omniscient or if you want to go limited like with the boy's point of view completely or if you want to do an overarching where you're your basically narrator knows everything about everybody's thoughts and feelings and you know all that type of stuff so yeah um yeah, yeah. definitely decide which path you want to go there yeah so that was all i think that was pretty much the notes that i had um but uh Hiram, i am definitely intrigued um yeah. i hope that you can um i hope that it gets published and if it does, always, you know, feel free to reach out to us. Let us know if you become agented um, your publication, because we'd love to celebrate that with you. Thank you for trusting us with your query letter and first pages. That's a lot. Uh, we know how much goes into it. Both Ken and I know exactly what goes into writing that. And we know what goes into sending it off to a complete stranger. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to put yourself out there like that. It is, but honestly, and um, I, I think you, I think you could definitely sell this. I just think that you need to um, just expand a little bit more in your query letter. I think it needs to expand a little bit more, give us a little bit more about the character, a little bit more of the stakes or the the um, problem for your character that comes up that goes against what his desire is. But yeah, and you have some room there. I mean, this only came out to 215 words. So you have some, there's definitely some room there. I think you could get rid of that second paragraph with the uh, different comps and um, find some current current uh, comparisons. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, so thank you for that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. 
we're very excited to get that in today. And we hope that our feedback helped you in some way. So we hope that you're able to take um, what we have said and um, be able to work with that. But other than that, we really loved it. So um, I we have a little bit of a topic that we want to talk about today. I have, this is one of my favorite quotes from Ernest Hemingway, and I got to thinking about it. Hey, writer friends, querying is hard, and putting together a query letter is even harder. We want to help. Send us your query letter and first three pages to our email at twowritersinabar at gmail.com, and we'll read your query on air and give feedback on your first pages. And don't forget to tell us where we can find you on social media so we can share it with all our listeners. We want to help inspire and celebrate with you on your writing journey. And both Ken and I are working on a first draft, but uh, the the quote is the first draft of anything is shit <laughs> by Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> 100% back. And you know what? I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ken and I are both writing a first, we both have a first draft done. So we are in the process of editing that first draft. And I just thought that we would just kind of talk about, um, I wanted to share with you my very first story of where I had no plot. I had no character desire. Um, I had head hopping and I actually queried an agent, a lot of agents with that first draft. (laughs) (laughs) I'm embarrassed to say that the amount of agents that I queried a first draft to this day, I'm like, oh my God, like that was so, oh God. Every time I think about it, I'm just like, I die. I die each time. Yeah, it's terrible. (laughs) And I'm sharing it with you guys now. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you guys have never done that, but I definitely did because I knew absolutely nothing. I knew nothing. And I thought my book was amazing and it was great and agents were going to love it. And I was going to have so many agents that wanted it. I was going to have to figure out which agent I wanted to go to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I got nothing but rejections. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I have learned since then, you definitely don't want to query your first draft. (laughs) No, not no, but hell no. (laughs) Don't do what I did. Don't query that first draft because Ernest Hemingway is right. The first draft of anything is shit. Okay. It is. And uh, I still, I still, um, we've talked about this in another episode, but um, my first draft is always crap. Poor Ken has to put up with those first like (laughs) few chapters that are not cleaned up. Yeah, I, I, I want to get better. This next book, I started writing my next book, and um, I promise that by the time I send it to you, it'll be clean. Nice. As clean as I can get it. <laughs> so <Yeah>. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, mine are pretty shit, too, to be honest, you know, but <laughs> it is what it is, you know. Yeah. It's just part of it. You know, you got to get the story and tell it to yourself. And then, you know, after that, then you can start to, you know, clean it up for other people, you know. Yeah, because that first draft... Exactly. You're telling yourself the story. So you're putting in details that don't need to be there. You know, that's there's details in that first draft that that you need to know as the writer, because you need to know that to go on to the next, you know, bit or whatever. Um, But yeah, so um, one thing that I know is that it always gets better in the multiple drafts after that. You know, oh, there's always, 
yeah, you, you know, you're, you're that second draft, you're going to catch things you, once you go back. So I don't know, do you, um, do you edit as you go or do you write it all and then go back and edit? How do you I write do it all? I just write the whole damn thing. And yeah. And I, and then I go through and do like a grammar type edit, which takes me, you know, I can pop out like five or six of those grammar, you know, fixing the lines so they sound better, you know, just little tight, tidy, tidying things up. And then that I can get like five chapters a day, maybe six. It only takes me a few hours to do that pass. That's um, wild. But then I come to a second cleaning pass and then I start to throw in the foreshadow. Like all my, I have a whole list of okay. notes that I save and I throw in the foreshadowing. I change stuff because, you know, in one chapter, he, he's doing this. In the other chapter, it was here. I, I missed, I fixed mistakes basically in the storytelling yeah. structure there. So and, do and you plot. write those notes as you go along or like you, you catch them, like, you know, you need to do that or you catch it after the first read or second read? all of the above okay. I catch them like i'll get into chapter like say 40 mm -hmm. and i remember in chapter 19 i'm like but i made this guy blind so but i need oh, yeah. to see here so i write a note hey dummy fix the <laughs> okay. chapter 19 oh good or, so you leave you notes know. in your manuscript too i like it's like in all caps and it's highlighted <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a, a completely separate document oh, where okay. I just have a huge list of shit like, hey, chapter 19 re needs a rewrite. This is oh, stupid. Okay. Don't forget that this is here, you know, and it's huge. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I put yeah. it in the manuscript. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I like then I scroll through and I see the highlight. I'm like, oh, this is a problem area. And I'll leave a note like needs yeah. a deeper point of view here or why, why are they doing, why does he do this or she do this or whatever, you know, yeah. um, so I can go back and elaborate or, you know, go into uh, my last note was um, Ken would say more detail yes. <laughs> here. Yeah. And I, I also use that little extra sheet for all the character names. Okay. Because mm -hmm. um, where, where with what you're, this, you're, what you're writing, your genre, you don't, you know, the names aren't as crazy like fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> The town names and the people names and the spells and the magic and the in mind the the mushrooms, uh, they all have a thousand different names. Yeah, you know, and you've got to keep track of that, or else oh yeah, go crazy. Yeah, my well, my first story the, um, by the warriors that I had, yeah, I had that. Oh, I have so many notes, so yeah. many notes. System and all that. So yeah but um but now what i do is i just i put it all in the manuscript like a dummy <laughs> oh wow no that's but you cool. know but yeah but like you know i don't know if you remember um like i mean like if you get published um and you know you get your fans your readers and they want to know see all that extra stuff like you would have it not me i guess deleted <laughs> yeah like I remember JK Rowling um had a bunch of notes, extra notes for Harry Potter that she put on her website. Yeah. Um, and they were like fun things, drawings that she did, potions that she wrote like, handwritten and all that stuff. Uh, uh, so maybe maybe I need to keep some of my notes. <laughs> maybe. It's not a yeah, bad I usually delete it. I mean if <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because you fix them and then you just cut them out. That makes Yeah, I cut yeah. them and then I delete them. How dumb. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, hey, it happens. Now you have something else to improve that oh, improves your writing, you know? 
Oh yeah, another thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh joy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I do have like, I mean, I do have a separate document for like my beats for the character names, um, what their issue is, like what's their problem. Yeah, just um, that and then just write out all your stuff there. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I'll have to have to re uh, reconfigure that. But uh, so yeah, so I um I will write like you all the way through and then I go back. Um, but do you write, ask really quickly, um, do you write in order or do you skip around? Uh, I make it up as I go. Like I have no plot. No, I have no idea. Well, I mean, like, do you like started like your chapter one and then you like move five chapters ahead because you want to write the scene or do you go in sequential order? Like chapter uh, one, just, finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100% sequential, I guess. Sequential. Okay. I just make it up as I go and I never skip ahead to anything. It's just oh, okay, yeah. one big flowing line. Okay, good. Same. End. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. Um, when I first, first started writing, I did try to skip scenes because I knew what like the next couple chapters were. Um, yeah. But then when I went back and then wrote to get to that a bunch of stuff changed <laughs> oh yeah that would screw me over and then i was had to delete everything i wrote so i was so mad so i never did that again i never yeah. did that again so now i just write in sequential order so yeah. what i do is i write um i write everything i go to the end and then i go back and i and i'm an underwriter so um i have to go in and add all my extra shit i have to go and add detailed scenes elaborate scenes ken knows this <laughs> yeah he helps me a lot with this thank you um so yeah but i i feel like but you're 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 not an underwriter no yeah no, you're... But, but i still have to go back and flesh out mm -hmm. certain portions especially early like the first like five to ten chapters i'm still figuring it out yeah, and so that really, I need to go back through and flesh out those first few, cha you know, ten chapters. Maybe I'm throwing yeah. that number. I don't know exactly how many, yeah. but um, yeah, I have to go back through and literally just like flesh them out. Um, and after that, like I'm, I'm almost done editing now, or almost Are completely, you? almost completely done. Yes. Oh. Um, and the later chapters are so freaking easy because they're already fleshed out because yes. I know the people, I know the story, I know the characters. Hey, writer friends. We know our podcast title is the start of a good joke. So send us your best writing joke at two writers in a bar at gmail.com and we'll tell it on air. And don't forget to tell us where we can find you on social media so we can share it with all our listeners. Let's have a good laugh while we wait in the query trenches. Yeah. Yeah, because by the end, by the time we get to those end, those last chapters, you've already kind of you're just you're sort of buttoning everything up, but you already yeah. have everything there. So it's just a matter of just closing yeah. it up real nice and pretty, so you can end the book. Yeah, you know their voice, you know their you know all, everything you need to know about them, and yeah, because so, so do you um, do you do like a deep dive into your character before you start writing, or do you just do you learn? who they are as you go. Cause I think that's my problem Learn with my first. Go. Yeah. See, I did the same thing in my first draft and lately I've been thinking maybe I need to get a little bit more into my character, but you know me, but I'm a plotter. So this yeah. is just for me. Like, you know, this oh, is yeah, just yeah. my, 
um, my thing. Like I was just thinking, because um, I have a tendency to um, just like not get enough about them, I think. And then I, that's why I feel like when I have to flesh out a little bit more when I go back. Yeah. So I feel like if I had that deep stuff about my character, then, um, you know, it wouldn't be, wouldn't take me so long to edit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I get that. I, I don't know. I just make it, I just wing it, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, I don't even know my, I don't even know my characters. I don't, I know the main character. And then if somebody else pops up, I'm like, Hey, who are you? I have no idea. So you don't get the history. You don't get no back history. Like, you know, that somebody beat them up at the schoolyard when they were like in kindergarten. (laughs) Not a damn thing. Yeah. 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 So sometimes when I'm writing that first draft, some of that stuff will come out. It'll come out where, you know, you have to, I mean, it's just like us in real life, you know, our opinions and things, excuse me, thoughts are shaped by shit we went through (laughs) growing up, you know, you had to deal with, you know, you're going to, the world, you're going to view the world a certain way, right? By some of the things that uh, happened to you in the past. Uh, whether it's negative or positive. So sometimes when I'm writing, that stuff will come out as I go along and I'll be like, um, okay, yeah. So when she was eight years old, this happened, um, you know, and then it just, it, but it works. But damn, if I would have known that yeah. <laughs> at the beginning, <laughs> yeah. those first few chapters would have been I maybe a little bit more, I, I, a little deeper, I think, with her, with the characters. But yeah, I get what you're saying. But, you know, like Ernest Hemingway says, it's the first draft is shit and that's okay. And I've been learning to just be like, it's okay, this is the first draft. This is not, you know, I'm not going to do what I did in the past and query yeah. agents with my first draft. <laughs> no, I think I did that with my first one too. Did you? Yeah, I think so. And I, I had mean, no POV. Yeah, no, no POV. neither did I. It was None. action, description. Yep. That's it. Nothing mm-hmm. else. Yeah. I had no character desire. I had no plot. Yeah, I had a plot at least, but I had I no, have... <laughs> no internal thoughts, nothing. Yeah, uh, maybe I had, I might have had some italics in there of something she thought, but other than that, no, there was. I, I remember, I, I that's the story that I told you. I paid for an editor. I paid all that money, and oh, she, yeah, yeah. and then the in the book, she was like, "Would really love to know what she's thinking right here." Yeah. And I was like, me too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be great if like the whole book was like that, huh? What a concept. Yeah. Huh. It. I, I mean, what's so funny is I think, and you and I have been, we've been readers, I, well, safe to say since we were kids, right? Teens oh, at yeah. least. We've been readers. And I, I know that, like, I understand that, but yet it wasn't in that first draft. <laughs> And I would go and I would read other books and be like, so, you know, why is this one different than mine? Why is this one? What am I doing wrong? Like, I couldn't see it. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I I read voraciously as a kid, as a teenager. And my first book, I didn't have quotation marks on my dialogue. Oh, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't even know they existed. Like, I've read hundreds of books. (laughs) And... I don't know why my brain just didn't pick up that when they talk, when they speak, you have to have tags. Like, why didn't I see that? I should know this. I feel like I could just see you just like typing away, like just in a hurry. like, and you just weren't even thinking about it. (laughs) I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah, not at all. And I sent it to agents like that. 
dialogue with no tags. Oh my god, no I had dialogue tags. <laughs> Not me. But I didn't have a plot. I mean, at least you had a plot. <laughs> yeah. So if we put our books together, maybe we would add even uh, maybe a little better ones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do feel bad for some of those agents that read that. They're like, oh, my God. Like, pass. pass. I got a request. <laughs> what? With, with, but no dialogue text. <laughs> it, there was no dialogue yet. Oh, my God. So, I got a request. Oh I think it was a partial for that one. No and, way. Uh, oh, and, my God. But it was starting out with him just going into a house and, like, a cat was there and he's feeding his neighbor's cat. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so there was no dialogue, and then I guarantee oh, when I sent oh, it okay. to them, okay, they're, gotcha. they're, they're reading it, they're like, what the fuck did we do? <laughs> you know what I okay. mean? Well, you know yeah. what? That's impressive, though. Yeah. That's really fucking impressive. You got a freaking partial request on a first draft. Honestly, first draft. I mean, literally, come on, Thank take you. a bow. Thank take you. a bow, bro. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Like, that is pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> well, I accidentally fucking put no dialogue in the first so i got lucky but well yeah but i mean i honestly that really does speak volume about your writing because um ken's writing is really great you guys i know i say that all the time oh yeah. by the way oh my god i can't believe i forgot i cannot believe i forgot this you guys probably saw it on instagram i posted on instagram by the way i left the leaks in our bio on instagram and twitter but uh if you guys want to read ken's stuff you could totally do that, Ken. Um, go ahead. Let's talk about. I'm so sorry we mentioned this before. Oh I no, you're such good. an idiot. No, no. Uh, flashfictionmagazine.com. Yep. Uh, it's the story's called Tension's Edge. Uh, that one's good to go. And then uh, I on July second, I just got published in West of Dodge. So Tension's Edge. Do you want to explain to them what ten Tension's Edge is about? Oh jeez. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, uh, it's a flash fiction story. Obviously, flashfictionmagazine.com. Um, it's basically a story about a Middle Eastern doctor that's in the middle of a war zone that has to make a difficult decision, uh, yeah. a morally yeah. gray decision. Very yeah. good. Such a good story. Um, I got to read it before it was published, so it was really, really good. I loved and it. Critique it. Yeah. And critique it, yeah. And yep. um, and then your other story in uh, West of Dodge? Yeah, West of Dodge Anthology by Saddleback Dispatches is, is one of 15 more. Okay, and that story is... Do you want um, to tell them a little bit that one? Yeah, it's about, um, it's about a gunslinger named Felina Reyes. And she basically rides into town after some guys that did some pretty awful things. She's a badass. I She's fucking love her. She's a bad bitch. Like... <laughs> Yeah, death incarnate, basically. And she it's rides kinda... into town and fucking drags these two brothers that did some pretty awful shit. It's like a Western kind of sci-fi? What would you call it? A Western fantasy hybrid. Western fantasy, like, yeah. Um, yeah, and I wrote a whole novel about her. Um, which It's going to get published. On. It's going to get I'm published. I'm still working on yes. But it's, it's, it's almost like my ode and love to the Dark Tower series which is one of my favorite things which is if you see the shirt i'm wearing Let's there see. you go dark tower all right <laughs> all yeah. right I'm awesome. obsessed. so it's kind of my ode to that and so this is a non-fantastical version of felina um leaning more into the western side of things where she basically just 
Yeah. Kick some ass. And it, I felt ass. like I felt like it would be like Quentin Tarantino writing a fantasy story, like like yes. what is that? What was that? A hateful eight, but yes. like in set Love in a fantasy. Tarantino. Yes, same. And yeah. I felt like it was like hateful eight, but like in a fantasy setting. That's what it felt like. And that's why I fucking loved it. Oh, so yeah. yeah, you guys check those out. I think you can get what's up dodge on Amazon, right? I think yeah. it's available. Uh yeah, I think they sell it in physical on Amazon, but then anywhere you can buy stuff on your Kindle. They oh, digital, sell the yeah. Digital version everywhere yep. where you can get it. So you guys, if you want to try and if you want to read um Ken's work, I highly recommend it. And I'm not just saying that because he's my critique partner. I would I would recommend anyway, even if we weren't, because his writing is really good. These stories are incredible. Um, so go out there, read his stuff, um, get the book, get the anthology, get it, read the flash fiction. It's so good. I have the links in our bio on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I haven't updated YouTube yet. I was today, I had so much stuff trying to do social media. I was recording. I was trying to edit. I did. I started editing your first chapter, but I haven't finished it yet. So it's, it's uh, saved the draft. <laughs> I rewrote um, my very first yeah. book. You saw that. I don't know. Oh, well, I, I'm reading the first chapter. You rewrote the first chapter for this one. So I was, um, I was critiquing that, but I got so busy today. I was trying to do social media. I was trying to do some recording. I had some calls with work. Um, it was a busy day with my day off. And all I did was like work. <laughs> yeah. I did a bunch of crap today too. Like I sent off 12 or 15 queries today. Oh, good. Yay. Awesome. All right. The cool. Project. Um, I finished the full rewrite of Calidus Prin, which is the name oh of the my character. Gosh, yes. And I sent it off to a really big magazine that I'm praying I get published in. All right. Let's do and it. And then so sent off queries, rewrote Calidus, and then uh my first story, you know the one I'm talking yeah. about. Mm -hmm. I rewrote the whole first thing, but that was yesterday, I guess. I was gonna so. say you did all of that today. <laughs> No, God. just those two things today. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, wow. I think I wrote like five sentences in my name. I will say that I have... I have about um, a little over three thousand in my in my new book nice. um, that I started, but um, I tried to write a little bit today, but I got too busy with just so much stuff. But anyway, just wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, if you guys want to support Ken and read his work, you can get an idea of his type of writing style and the type of stories that he writes. Um, give him a follow on Instagram because uh, he doesn't post there often, but he should. <laughs> I have been. I think I did. Oh, have recently. you? Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. I'm yeah, a hermit I, recluse, but I'll try. It's, it's so hard. It's so hard. Why? Well, I, you know, I, the other the writers in the past they were so lucky that they had to do social media. <laughs> I know. I can only imagine. I mean, thankfully we have Stephen King today on Twitter and everything. But can you imagine him being on Instagram? <laughs> Talking about Carrie, talking about yeah, <laughs> Christine and Cujo, be like what? <laughs> yeah, pet cemetery. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so uh, so still, um, I still have to send you my last few chapters of my of this. I haven't been able to really do any editing, but that is basically my editing style. When I do a first draft, I I just get it all out. Um, when you hear other writers say, you know, what's the best writing advice? And they say, just write. They are correct. Yeah. Um, just write it down. And I've talked about this before where I would just 
on days that I didn't want to write or I didn't know where I was going to go with the story, I just sat my ass down and told myself to fucking write. Like, just write. Who yeah. cares what it comes out? I can always go back and delete it, but I need to, you need to write. Uh, yes. And that's how I treat my first draft. I just, I kind of get it out there. Uh, I do plot the beats. I've talked about that. Yeah. Um, so I do have a general idea of where I know the story is going. Um, but as far as it being beautiful and pretty and, you know, all of that, that comes in later for me. Yeah. 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 Same well, kind of for me. Yeah, but your I've read your first draft was pretty good. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I mean, I appreciate that, but I I go back and I'm like, ooh, they're horrible, you know. But it's just well, I I spend like five or six passes, which takes me okay. months. You know, I spend every single day. I don't take a day off hardly. Yeah. You know, and I'll spend like sixty days, ninety days doing pass after pass and towards the end i'm so sick of looking at it that i nope. just want to move on to the next project you know yeah i don't do as many passes i probably should go back and do a third pass but i usually just do go back that second time and then uh well usually with your critiques though then i go and fix it and then that's it yeah um and if i um and then i start querying if i get rejections whatever i just move on to the next story so yeah um, I, I would maybe suggest a third pass. Yeah. And, and... <laughs> He's like, go back, girl. Go back. <laughs> I'm not saying it like that. But like, okay. <laughs> but like my first chapter, I probably have like 10 passes. Like the first yeah. three chapters, I do 10 <clears throat> passes. Well, okay. Every... I, I will say yes. On the first chapter, I've done about three or four passes before I send yeah. it to you. So I yeah. will because because I really want to get that first chapter down as clean, it. yeah, as clean as possible. Because I know, especially when I when you query, you yeah. know they're going to take weeks and weeks and weeks, right? Oh yeah. But that first chapter has to be as clean as possible because that's what you're sending off. Yeah, And then by the time they read that and by the time they ask for a request, by the time all that happens, I'm usually, you know, I'm done with, with the editing the book and stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, that first chapter. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Multiple it, passes. Yeah. The first three, because I, a lot of the yeah. agents I query, like the first three. The first, yeah. Mm -hmm. Chapters. Okay. So. Um, yeah. so that's a good thing to clean those up. I mean, the rest of it's pretty clean too, but yeah, because again, like we said, as you as you're going along, you're getting a better idea of the story and the character and the mo all the motivations and everything. So, as the yeah. story by the end, it's pretty like it's pretty good. But it's really just those first few chapters that I have to clean up. But yeah, but yeah, so that's how um, you know that's how the first draft. Don't beat yourself up over it. If you're listening and you're like, why can't I write a clean? um perfect first Nobody draft uh, yeah i mean if you can that's amazing <laughs> but i mean i guess if you wrote one word a day for like 10 years maybe yeah maybe if you're just like the and then the next day and <laughs> maybe you might be able to write it perfect but i don't think so i don't want to do 10 years on one book but yeah no. <laughs> just get it done guys just write that first draft um it's okay if it's if it's okay if it's shit because we all have shitty first drafts you're not alone in that so and that's one thing that i think that ken and i always want to sort of establish with you guys like we're all in this together so if you're if you send that first draft to your critique partner and they have a ton of notes and there's like they have all these different things 
read or there's notes everywhere, comments, whatever, you know what, embrace it, embrace it because um, they're giving you, hopefully they're giving you valuable feedback. So hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Writing. Don't forget that writing is a ladder, you know, everything yeah. you write, you get better and better and better and better. I look That's back even at, even at my thing that got published recently, I'm like, Oh, I'd fix that. I'd fix this. I'd, clean that up you know what i mean everything like and i've heard that other published authors do that they go yeah. even after it's published they're like oh man i know there's so many things that i would go and change and fix yeah but you know but it's published it's published <laughs> and which is awesome and i'm yes. super happy about it but i'm like yes. if i could just change that just a little <laughs> you know. yo can i can i fix this let me just let me just fix this <laughs> give me like a hundred edits real quick no. yeah <laughs> but i That's feel funny. like that you know looking back because i even though that story's published and it obviously had enough merit to get published. Yes. It was written a year and a half, two years ago or whenever, a year and a half maybe. And Has I've it? just proceeded. Oh I've gotten wow. better. I've gotten so much better yeah. that I can see the flaws now mm -hmm. in that. Even though it was technically good enough to get published, I just I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't do that. I wish this was here, you know. It it just it's part of being a writer, I guess. It's just you're always thinking about how you can make it better, always. And you yeah. know what? My advice is make it better in the next book. Make it better exactly. in the next book. Start yeah. that next book. Get the next get the next book going and take what you learn and put it in that next book. And um, you know. Well, yeah, don't give up. Like yeah, the for sure. first book's usually gonna be shit. It's really, really rare for your first book to be good. Even if you write it well, edit it like a bunch of times, it's it's really rare for that first book to be good. Yeah, exactly. Um, I always think about uh, was it Christopher Paolini? He wrote uh, Aragon when he was like sixteen. Yeah. Um I bet you he I bet you he would probably say if he could go back and he'd probably make a bunch of changes in that. That I thought that that book was fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. I guarantee <laughs> he'd want to go back. Oh yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> He's got absolutely. a movie deal and now that's turning into a TV series, which I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for the TV series. The movie was shit, but man, I can't I really hope I feel like the TV series is gonna be like on it, but Oh hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited watching Eric on the first five minutes. And then after that, it just went, it just bombed. I was like, what is this? What am I watching? This is not the book. I don't know what this is. That's <laughs> this how I felt about the Dark Tower movie. I oh, loved, really? I loved Idris Elba as, as the gunslinger, but yeah. oh, they butchered the story so really? bad. I couldn't even watch it. I had to turn it off. Oh, no. But thank God they're doing a, a TV series of the Dark Tower. It oh, are they? Out. Yes, I'm so stoked <laughs> we need to do let's plan this we need to do a stephen king episode so we can talk about his works because i've seen all most of the movies but you've seen you've read the books <laughs> i've seen all the movies and read most books my dad collected every stephen king book let's do so. it okay let's do it we'll pick a movie though that we can watch and then we can talk about it and i'll yeah. try i want to read salem's lot i think i heard of the vampire book oh yeah i love it Okay. Yeah. It's another... Tied into the Dark Tower too. One of the characters in Salem's oh. Lot in the Dark Tower. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try to read. I haven't. I don't know if it's. I'm just scared to read some of his stuff. Like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to sleep at night. <laughs> no. Oh my lord. Yeah. You need to read <laughs> the Dark Tower series. It's like a mix between a western. Yeah, yeah it's like twelve books. I'm not reading twelve. Books. It's seven. 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Seven. <laughs> it's life changing. I'll I'll start off with. 
<laughs> Salem's lot. How about that? That works. I'll take okay. that. I'll Thank take you. It. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's plan that. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun to talk about Stephen King. Um, oh, hell I yeah. mean, I loved all his damn movies, and he has some really good, solid writing advice. I mean, he has a whole freaking book on it. But anyway, yeah. So uh, that's it, guys. That's it for our episode. Um, thank you, um, Hiram, for sending us your query. We appreciate it. Say hi, um, Andrews. Hi, Indiana. Look, there is. Oh my gosh. Hi, Say hi. Hi, sweetheart. Right, no oh my gosh we need to add her um I we know. need to add her oh my god yeah yes you should have her sitting next to you <laughs> i know i should but i got a whole bunch of stuff on the couch next time okay. Okay. oh baby girl all right guys so uh yeah thank you Hiram, for sending us your query we appreciate, appreciate it. it um i hope that you listeners you know feel free to send us um queries that you need critiqued on uh we're not mean we're nice. Uh, we know what it feels like. So, and again, share with us um, your social media. Follow HFJ Ballard on Facebook. I'm sure he would love it. Uh, let him know that you heard about his query and first pages on our podcast. Um, so, yeah. Um, and we will see you guys. And we actually have next episode, we have a guest coming on. Nice. Um, she is a co host of another podcast. And we're going to talk story structure and some movies and all of that. So we're excited about that. So oh, next yeah. episode um, in about two weeks. So that's it, guys. That's what we have. We hope you learned something from us. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, Indiana. Sure. <laughs> Bye, baby. <laughs> that's it for today's episode, friends. We hope you learned something new today. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube under Two Writers Walk Into a Bar podcast. Our YouTube episodes will upload on Thursdays, the day after the show airs, if you want to watch. And if you want your query letter and first three pages critiqued and read on air by us, send them to our email at twowritersinabar at gmail.com. Put query on air in the subject line. We will read them on a first-come, first-served basis. Remember, we are here to help, inspire, and celebrate. Two Writers Walk Into a Bar podcast is produced by Brava Media Group. <laughs> <laughs>